Here we sit enjoying the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Tell you what. Good evening. Happy Saturday, happy Sunday, happy any day you might be listening to this, and welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design, in addition to the District Edina, your soon-to-be destination for some of the finest home building and remodeling showrooms in Minnesota. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to help you kill your early evening with some booze and conversation. Tonight... We are doing something very, very different yet again. In the age of social distancing and video conferencing, we're trying to do a drink-in-the-style Zoom edition. I am joined by the entire Habitation team remotely, and we're going to be, uh, or we're going to try to broadcast from the comfort of our own homes via Zoom. If anybody is out there listening on uh, Facebook, we are broadcast streaming this on Tuesday. Uh, if it works, you can catch it again next week as well. So we are joined in Minnetonka by Lena Lapizio. Lena, your role is? My role? Oh, I'm the, de- I'm the design studio director for Habitation. I have a job. <laughs> <laughs> We've already started drinking on the show, so forgive yes. us. <laughs> We're joined by Carl Wallace-Peltier in Minneapolis. Carl, welcome back to the show. Thank you. You are, of course, Senior Direct Designer at uh, at Habitation. Crystal Ray, you are Residential Designer. Say hello to the folks. Hi, everyone. Excellent. And Amy Heimerman, oh, who wears more hats than we can even talk about, to the trade liaison, commercial business development. How are you, Amy? I'm doing well. I also booked my husband for the events you mentioned, so... <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, Dan Newkirk, our uh, dedicated coctologist, is not with us today. But if this goes well and we continue doing these Zoom meetings, Dan will be joining us uh, again in the future. However, we are still drinking because it's drinking the style and we have loosened up the rules quite a bit. Because we're all under quarantine, alcohol provisions are running fairly low so everybody has uh, created their own cocktail, right? That's right. All right. Why don't we go around the room and quickly tell everybody what we're drinking at the moment. Carl, you get started. All right. I am drinking a whiskey ginger in my vintage Southern Comfort uh, 70s uh, highball right here. Woo-hoo. Outstanding. Outstanding. Amy, what about you? I'm having a... Mart- well, it's martini style, but it's gin and tonic with a little ginger in it. So, Lovely. Excellent. Excellent. Crystal Ray? I went with a small little modern glass of red wine. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with red wine. It works. And, oh, dear Lord, Lena, what are you drinking? I'm a copycat. Gin and tonic. Uh, nice and full. <laughs> feeling supersonic. Supersonic gin and tonic. That's Perfect right. for a day like today. Yes. Thank Seriously? you. Soda. Yes. Absolutely beautiful. And I'm drinking a martini, gin, vermouth, uh, and a, a lemon twist. So we're all drinking. The show will go on. And Brett Johnson over in the studios of AM 950, uh, socially segregated, all alone by himself. Brett, you're not drinking anything? I have nothing today. I guess I got to keep the show on the rails here since this is our first Zoom broadcast. 
<laughs> probably not yeah. a bad idea. I guess that makes sense. And spilling liquor on the uh, control panel probably isn't the best option. No, no, those cost a couple grand. Yeah, Chad <laughs> wouldn't like that. <laughs> No, I would guess not. All right. So uh, so this is going to be a very special uh, presentation of Drink in the Style. We're going to be talking a little bit about some of the virtual offerings that we have uh, implemented here at the uh, showroom. Uh, we're going to be talking about some of the specific projects and some of the various challenges uh, as we move into things. However, before we get into the meat of the discussion, we're still going to do our traditional random question. Are you guys ready? Ooh, ready. Mm. Hit us. All right. Anyone can chime on, chime in on this, and it is a time a timely question. How would life change if people lived to be, say, two hundred years old? Makeup would sales be... would go through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, good to know. All right, that's one. You want to get in on the uh, on the makeup uh, the, the makeup industry, Carl? What do you think? I think we would take life a lot slower pace if we had two hundred years to live a life. I don't think we would be going quite as fast as most Americans like to live. So a little more uh, pacing. Relax. Than- yeah, you got time, right? <laughs> I'm gonna go as much much bigger mattresses <laughs> <laughs> a lot more space between husbands and wives yeah right <laughs> yeah divorce lawyer probably would be <laughs> a really good career path okay. <laughs> or a plastic surgeon Ooh. I was thinking lots of Botox <laughs> <laughs> alright fair enough I was looking for meaningful things like no. we go- <laughs> for the first 50, 60 years, and then we'd probably go back again after another 70. But uh, yeah, the focus on on Botox, cosmetic surgery, and makeup works too. Brett, what do you think? Oof, I actually wasn't quite listening to even the question. So. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> that a boy. There you go. Well, I, I was at least trying to line up your music, so I was working. <laughs> Somebody has to do it. No, it would be a, it would be a, an interesting world. And 200 years, I think, would be an absolute nightmare, to be honest with you. I could not handle 200 years of myself. I've said it many times before, but I'm not even 50, and I've had pretty much all I can take of me. <laughs> but business would be through there. And to Carl's point, I think, you know, I think basically people would probably fritter away the first 150 years and then get into a panic in the last 50 filled with regret. Right. Yeah. But you would, on the other hand, have a good amount of time to create the perfect interior environment and house uh, for you. So maybe it would be a good thing for the design. Ten end. times over. Yeah, right. ten times. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. All right. You still retire at 65? Because I ain't retiring at 125 or some crap like that. <laughs> We'd probably go to school until you were 65. You know, oh, you'd... gross. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Well, Imagine the debt. Yeah, right? <laughs> Speak for yourself. I got $17 million since two loans to me. <laughs> so when you start out as a computer program at $50,000 a year, you'll have that paid off in another six <laughs> No sense. <laughs> you could have several careers, though. That's true. true. 
you know, like really have a reset and really like start over and go, what do I reinvent? What do I want to be? What do I want to do now? Mm -hmm. I would dig that. That's true. And at what age do we start falling apart? 80, 180? I think you'd probably make the good first 150 years without any trouble. Here's the big question, though. Think about this one. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but generally speaking, at the end of the day, I'm in bed and I'm regretting God knows how many things I've said through life and how many mistakes I've made. I would need to go to bed at like 2 p.m. just so I have time to think about all of the Get them all in. Exactly. All right. Well, that was interesting enough. We're going to have to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to be talking about the virtual offerings of habitation, furnishing, and design, and uh, how we can make your home beautiful during this unusual time in our history. Stick with us. Somebody, someplace. Hey, jealous lover, you're acting so strange. Hey, jealous lover, what is making you change? Hey, jealous lover, how wrong can you be? I'm yours ever faithful, just be faithful to me. Welcome back. Drink in the style for our social distancing, remotely recorded version of the program, I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and my guests are Carl Peltier, Crystal Ray, Amy Heimerman, and Lena Lapizio, all from Habitation Furnishing and Design. Okay, guys, let's talk about the state of interior design in the aftertimes, as I like to call them. Although my kids get really irritated when I call it the aftertimes. <laughs> right? Um how have uh, how have we adapted, Crystal? Do you want to feel that one? Feel that one. How have we done? Sure. Yeah, I think that um, as a whole, I think we've adapted. Uh, discovering what has and hasn't worked, you know, in these past couple of weeks um, through both the design community and as well as our clientele. Um, I think the lines of communication have opened up in creative ways. Um, just. You know, we're we're now actually doing virtual tours with our clients in their home. And um, I think that in turn has um, compelled our clients to become just more hands-on with their appointments. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I did have an um, appointment with uh, a client just recently. And, um, yeah, just walking through her space. And, you know, they really get into it in a way that they don't typically do in their appointments. Usually when I'm in-home with an appointment, it's me kind of guiding them through the process. Um, whereas now, you know, they're they're with their phone and they're walking through their space and they're really specific on certain areas and um, just kind of, you know, just communicating back and forth and what they really need and want for their um, home. So this is the virtual design appointment that we were talking about. So it was uh, it was Lori out in Orno. Yep. Correct. Who you've yep. had, uh, an appointment with recently. So she's walking around the room. She's got her, her phone in her hand. She's hooked up to Zoom. And she's showing you the various spaces that she wants designed, right? Exactly. Yeah. There's certain pieces that she was just needing, um, you know, just change out. And um, 
she also needed to fill in in some areas that she just was missing a few things. So um, kind of talking through it with her and she's, you know, with her phone. And um, the handy thing is, you know, just having um, a camera that she's able to flip back and forth so um, she can walk and talk at the same time and um, show me her space without me being there. So. So, I mean, did it, what's your sense? I mean, uh, without being in the physical space, were you still able, as somebody who's been into, don't take this the wrong way, but many, many homes uh, over the years, <laughs> do you still get the same sense or at least an equivalent sense of uh, how to lay the area out? Yeah, I think so. I think um, once you see something, um, just being a visual person, I mean, you get kind of the overall sense of, of, of the room um, just by, you know, seeing it. Um, regardless if you're in it or not. Um, and I just um, talking through and knowing um, how to get those measurements from people. And then once you do get those measurements, I mean, it's easy to come back and lay it out. Um, and you can, you know, being a visual person, you don't necessarily have to be completely in the space. I mean, I've, I've been in situations where I've had to do things um, in other states and, and that seems to work out too. And I know that Amy has that similar situation as well. So, so doing this virtual tour, um, it's definitely, you know, not as hands-on with us being in the space um, here locally, but it's not something that's completely foreign to us either. Mm -hmm. I've done projects in Florida and in California where I've never even seen the space. They sent me the floor plan with the measurements on it. You know, I, I spec'd it out and selected and, and shipped it there. And that was it. I mean, it's it's not totally different than than um, what we've done in the past. It's just evolving now. Exactly. exactly. It's very true. And Amy, you've done projects uh, remotely as well, correct? Yep. I've done projects in New York and Atlanta and Nashville um, from from here, from different places. And I just think it it's a more intimate experience. And I think that people really enjoy being uh, kind of on your team. You know, there there's uh, there's not this sort of removed element um, and they're actually in it. And I, I feel like people get their design on a little bit uh, <laughs> when they yeah. normally wouldn't, you know, and they might, maybe they actually enjoy getting the measurements and, and being a part of it. And I think that. Uh, is a little more relational too. I like that element of it. That is true. Clients do have to be way more involved in the process. Mm -hmm. um, when we and can. some love it, some yeah. love it. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So it's 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 a meaningful, useful tool. I mean, we can't argue with the fact that being in the room, you know, is always fabulous because you're going to see different aspects that you're not going to pick up on the camera, but mm -hmm. you can come up with some tremendous concepts just by going through the camera, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Excellent. All right. I mean, what about, now we've, you guys have also done some other things. What are you guys hearing out there from clients? I mean, are there any good quarantine stories that anybody has? <laughs> now we can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I just want to, I just want to say, Lena, you, you mentioned something ahead of time as far as drink delivery, quarantine drink delivery systems. You don't even want to be dealing with people at the front door. You are taping your license to the front door when people bring booze. Anyone that knows me and my germophobia, <laughs> I'm literally like, can you put it at my neighbor's house? I'll stay and get it. I, yeah. 
<laughs> Whatever it takes. Stay away. I have not ordered takeout at all. I have cooked every single meal for the past mm-hmm. probably month. I'm too scared to order takeout because, no, I don't want anyone else to make my food, cough on it, bag it up, and then deliver it to me. <laughs> I know, I know. They say it's not risky, but it just, how can it not be? Exactly. No. I'm sure this this virus can live on a piece of bread that you're going to, you know, bag up and be in my mouth in 20 minutes. So, no. Well, I love you, Carl. I do have a, a, a story from my, my very good friend who is in Spain. Um, she lives on a mountain outside of Barcelona. Um, and she, they are in full lockdown they're really not even supposed to leave their houses. There are drones flying around her streets, checking to make sure that people are not walking about on the roads. Wow. Um, there is a huge fine if you are caught driving in a vehicle with um, more than one person in the vehicle, um, wow. unless they are elderly or um, some type of handy, you know, handicap that, that you need to be there. But she, she's like, I, I have cleaned every surface. I have dusted every leaf on every plant in my house and outside on my verandas. She's like, I'm cleaning my windows. She go, I, she's like, I'm going crazy. I don't, I don't know what to do anymore. I'm completely bored out of my mind. <laughs> there are a That's lot of why places. You should redo your living room. <laughs> right? I know. Redo your living room. <laughs> I'll give you something to do. I know. And I have also dusted my plants as well. Oh, yeah. It needs to happen, but yeah, it's it's that tedious. I mean, you're that bored. You're like, okay, what can I do now? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, I think people are getting creative with family, too. You know, getting on Zoom and playing Jackbox and all these different things. And uh, I do have a demonstration for you. I'll wait till the next segment uh, of some of the creative stuff we've come up with here at my house. <laughs> Looking forward to hearing all about it. That's a hell of a cliffhanger. All right. (laughs) We're going to break there. When we come back, Amy Heimerman is going to be telling us an interesting story. Stick with us. (laughs) Good for the gander, too. I believe. I believe. I believe. In wishing well, then I also believe in a lot of things, things the daisy tells. I believe, I believe that a four-leaf clover brings lots of luck, lots of joy, lots of happiness. I believe those things. Welcome back to Drink in the Style, Saturdays at 7, Sundays at 5 on AM 950 here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's available as a stream or podcast anytime, and if you are listening on podcast, rate the damn show, will ya? (laughs) It's a big plus. It actually is really, really meaningful. I'm Gregory Rich, your host. We are speaking with Lena, Carl, Amy, and Crystal from Habitation Furnishing and Design. Thanks for being with us. All right. Here's my question for you guys. The fact that everyone is trapped in their houses right now, do you sense that that is making people more sensitive to the aesthetics and the usability of their space? Or is everyone sidetracked on bigger issues? I think that people are very much um, 
I think it's the the organizational part. I think is a huge thing right now because we're actually in our homes constantly. Where it's you know yeah you leave in the morning you're gone all day you come home you cook dinner you clean up you go to bed. You know I I think the fact that we're here twenty four seven seven days a week mostly, um, and you're actually like I've I've noticed things are just exploding everywhere. Because we're using stuff so much more and stuff is just out and about. And then I'm like, okay, put your crap away. We, we need to like clean this up. I think the organization and the, the clutterness and the functionality of our spaces right now is so in the very front part of our, our minds. You know who's going to have a windfall at the end of this? Goodwill and Salvation <laughs> Army. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Clutter right. out the door, bag it up, put it in the garage, <laughs> purge all this stuff, and it's probably going to be like laden with coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's true, and we we have been doing a ton of uh, of organization in our house as well. But um, I mean, it's one of those things where people are finally paying. I mean, rarely do you have a chance to spend twelve hours, fourteen hours, literally thinking about. How well have I laid out my living room mm-hmm. right now? Mm-hmm. How can you not, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and everybody's on video call too. And uh, I heard on a video conference the other day, somebody said, well, you know what everybody's really doing on these Zoom conferences, right? They're not listening to you. They're looking at your house and they're seeing what you've got going on. <laughs> and so I think that it makes us more like, well, do, do I really like what I have going on in this room? Does it really reflect who I am? Because here's my face and here's my stuff. You know, am I branded? It's a really good point. You know, I mean, I, I have a feeling that, you know, there's always been a question of whether, uh, why haven't we gotten the Jetsons video cameras? They never took hold. We've had the technology for a long time, but no one's ever wanted to do it. Well, now we're all getting kind of cost- accustomed to it. I'm getting used to seeing you guys on the screen. I think this is going to be the turning point where we do video calls. You know what? You got to pay attention to what's in the background. Mm-hmm. I mean, Leah, yeah, I you- also think that, um, you know, with everybody doing all their cleaning in the house, too, they're getting up close and they're really seeing some of the pieces that it's like, ooh, this piece got a lot of damage to it. Yeah, I might need to rethink it. Mm-hmm. It's a good point as well. It's a good point as well. Let's, uh, Are you, you referring to when I was um, video conferencing from my child's room? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to reference that. The first three or four days that... that and enjoy the, the pink princess menagerie. I can still see the underside of all the shelves with all the stuff. The animals. screws and yeah, it was pretty... I'm slightly embarrassed by that actually. Did you hear about the one guy who was like a, a low-level employee? You know, he was... I don't know if he was an intern or what he was, but he purposely printed out like this beautiful like Manhattan condo, like super contemporary, beautiful million dollar listing kind of place and put it up behind him so that all his coworkers were like, how in the age does this <laughs> dude afford that living space? And it was just, it, yeah, I got a lot of attention. I thought that was hilarious. Maybe it's a new trend. Maybe there's going to be a Sky, a Zoom room. Well, think about it. I've been, you know, showing all my clients um, temporary wallpaper. You know, Mm -hmm. jazz up your spot for your Zoom or your living room and you don't have to be married to it. Take it down in three months. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to do it. Absolutely. That's a great idea. The temp paper listeners out there, you may or may not know which uh, product that we uh, sell at Habitation. Giant post-it note, basically. You can put the wallpaper up. You can pull it <laughs> down whenever you're done with it. It'll stay there as long as you possibly want it to stay. And you can change it out again and again. Yeah. Right? That's 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 a great idea. It's a great idea. Um, you know what I should do? I forgot to do at the top of the show our musical notes, which is part of it. Shall I do the musical notes uh, segment? And I can add to that, too, because the thing I was going to demonstrate has a little musical feel to it. Thank you, Amy. I'm so bad. All right. We'll do the musical notes. And it's fairly quick because I cheated. All right. Here we go. You ready? Tonight's musical notes. So tonight we are supposed to be listening to No One Cares. Sinatra album released in 1959, but as the name implies, the album is hella downbeat, and for my taste, it's just uh, it's just not something I wanted to do on the program. So I have exercised my compilation album option, and we are listening instead to "This Is Sinatra Volume Two," released in 1958. It includes 16 tracks, ranging from pretty good to Okay. Uh, has anyone ever really heard So Long, My Love? It's not a great tune. I'm not a huge fan of compilations, as you know, and this is not one of his best. So, on the Gregory Rich album acquisition scale, or grass, <laughs> this recording gets an eh, don't really bother rating. It's fine, but you can do better listening to the original albums or creating your own mix on Spotify. Is that a half-assed uh, addition to the uh, musical repertoire or what? <laughs> so Amy, you had a story you were going to share. I did. We were talking earlier about uh, uh, hearing from clients and, uh, and, and friends and people and just uh, uh, what people are doing during quarantine, how they're just keeping things exciting. Um, and I, you know, my kids are playing games together online and uh, on Zoom and all of that. Um, and, and I've found here in the house, we just get a little stir crazy by the end of the night, you know, and we're making up songs and we're sliding across the kitchen floor and we're doing all kinds of things. And this has been our personal happy hour um, invention um, that, that we have made up. So I'll just give you a little demonstration. All right. There you have it. <laughs> that, that that teared me up a little bit. It is beautiful. Yeah, thank you. We play name that tune, and we do little harmonies, and it's oh. fun being in quarantine with my family. My <laughs> family. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Oh, that was great. Good for you. All right. Well, so let me ask you. So you guys, wait. All right. You and Carl have a couple of virtual meet the designer events going on. Have you considered making this part of the uh, program? Oh, God. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. Why not? Carl, tell, uh, tell us about the meet the designer events. All right, so um, one way, again, in these crazy times, um, this virtual world, self-distancing, is we've launched this thing um, called virtual design events, where we normally do these 
been apartment um, mo- apartment buildings that we've um, done a model unit in where it's kind of meet the designer. We invite everyone um, from the building to come up to the unit, chat with us, have, uh, have a cocktail, have some, um, some little, a little nosh, um, chat about the space, chat about their space, get them excited. Um, it's just a fun little kind of meet, meet and greet event. And obviously, in today's world, we can't really be doing meet and greet events. So um, we've decided to do a virtual design event instead on Zoom, um, like we are doing right now. And um, obviously, since we can't host it in the model, I'll be doing it from my home um, with Amy as my co-host. And we are going to invite um, all the residents from, from a specific building um, to come on. And I'm going to give a little demonstration on some... 2020, um, 2020 um, design um, trends. It's a great idea. People need something to talk about and think about. Exactly. People are getting excited about them. Crystal's doing some too, and Lena and I are going to help co-host those so that people can chat with us uh, while Crystal and Carl are doing a presentation and taking questions. Uh, Lena and I, whoever is the co-host, can be on a chat with somebody who says, hey, you know, I really would like I'd like Crystal to come see my space um, at some point. Can we do that? And then facilitating um, an email conversation between the two of them so that she can set up a virtual uh, one-on-one or Carl can set that up with them. So um, yeah. there's some, some nice follow-up, some nice virtual service to go along with it too, if they like. Just something fun to keep us busy, you know. There's people their love to ask questions about their, yeah. home, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity to, to get in there and, and get that great free advice. And everyone loves design, new design trends. Everyone loves to be in the know, right? I mean, and we've uh, we've been talking a little bit about uh, design trends, and uh, I think uh, I was reading an article on uh, uh, Art Deco being mm-hmm. potentially the next big trend, not retro mm-hmm. deco, but kind of an updated deco. Do you guys agree with that? Yes, Very I've, nice. I've seen yeah. quite a few designs. Mm-hmm. It, it's not full true art deco it's kind of a modern version mm-hmm. of art deco little influences here and there with you know wallpapers and patterns and fabrics and, and colors um but then keeping a little more minimal not too over the top like mm-hmm. true art deco was um, not as layered maybe mm-hmm. exactly exactly yeah. but the i think home theater art deco right now yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah. i think yeah. we were so straight line and and um rigid for so long we're starting to get back to those organic shapes mm-hmm. art deco is very much art deco art nouveau both of those um have those really organic fluid curves um that i think we're all kind of craving again after being so linear for so long yep and anytime you start introducing new metals like the big brass craze you know the gold craze that nods back to art deco too and it's all cycle cyclical cyclical you know, it'll all come back around because you see Art Deco in the 20s, you see it again in the 40s and 60s, 80s. I mean, it makes sense yeah. that it will come back. So, yeah, I'm going to be 20, 30 years, it yep. recycles itself back. Yep. <laughs> it is true. It's like being able to predict the future. Uh, but there are substantial, you know, parallels between what's happening in the world today and what was happening during the original Art Deco movement. 
And you know, whatever spoke to people back in the uh, in the 30s, after the Wall Street crash, I guess, is going to speak to people again. Uh, mm-hmm. Although I guess the Deco movement really started in the 20s, didn't it? Yeah. Teens, teens yeah. actually. Replacing Art Nouveau. Teens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Good to know. Again, a history lesson brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design. <laughs> We're going to take another quick break. When we come back. Uh, We're going to be talking more about uh, how design is changing in the post-quarantine world. Stick with us, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Drink in the Style. How little we know How much to discover what chemical forces flow from lover to lover? How little we understand what touches off that tingle. Welcome back to Drink in Style Virtual Zoom Edition for the Aftertimes Post Quarantine Minnesota World. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and uh, we are talking about doing business in interior design uh, remotely. And Amy, you have been doing some Get It Sold virtual uh, listings. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Well, that's our program that we rolled out uh, a few months ago. Uh, where we go into uh, homeowners' homes and we give a 90-minute assessment of their home and tell them what to uh, take out of the home, what to leave in, what to store. Uh, We look at paint colors, curb appeal, furniture layouts, all of that in order to um, really have that home put its best foot forward when it goes on the market. So we partner up with um, the realtor and uh, the marketing plan there too as well. So it's just a full court press to get that house ready. Um, But when this whole virus thing hit, um, we decided, you know, what can we offer virtually? What is everybody's going into this virtual world and we have this at our fingertips. So this was one of the first things that we offered and we found that realtors were and homeowners alike were really excited about it because that gives them something to be doing during this time that is forward moving um, that says, I, I am going to get my house on the market. I am going to move forward in my life. Things are moving forward. And these are some things that I can accomplish. Menards is still open. Home Depot is still open. Mm-hmm. We can do things in our homes. So it's a great time for that. So um, we've been doing those and we just hop on a Zoom. And uh, like Crystal was talking about with her client that she did a virtual appointment with, they're kind of driving. Uh, they've got the phone and the tape measure and they're walking through the house. And we just go through every room. It's exactly what we do when we're there. We're just doing it virtually. And um, actually, it gives it gives me a better eye because I'm looking through a camera and I can think of what it's going to look like when they shoot that house and put it online. Mm. Because that's how people buy houses now is the Matterport 3D uh, uh, immersive experience and the photos. And it just gives you that uh, that uh, perspective uh, and really helps you to see things that you might not otherwise see. So it has been um, it's been great. And, and uh, relational, too. Again, like uh, people just enjoy being on, on the phone with you and working together with you like that. It's a great concept. And I mean, and this is coming through both homeowners directly and then realtors as well who are coming yes. in. So realtors who are there, they have clients or near clients who are thinking about selling their homes, can offer this service. And we're doing complimentary now yes. where you're walking through the space and, Amy, you're telling them how to present it perfectly. Correct? Yep, absolutely. And it's normally a $200 
assessment. And of course, we're, we're doing it for free right now because that's what we want to present. That's what we want to do. Yeah. what we can everybody's given what, what they can to enrich those relationships and keep business moving it's one of those weird things i mean you know from a business perspective we're all struggling right now there's not a lot of money to be made but we're all in the exact same boat so we need to use our time wisely and try to uh add value where we can and the waiving the fee on the get it sold program seems to work for everybody doesn't it yeah and people Hoping are highly appreciative yeah that's awesome. And folks can, uh, if they would like to uh, spend some time on the Get It Sold program, they can go to the Habitation website, habitationdesign.com. Habitationdesign.com? Yep. Oh, I'm two and a half martinis into the uh, program. My apologies. <laughs> know your own website. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> or if they contact their realtor, we're working with tons of realtors throughout the Twin Cities. Uh, they can connect, uh, connect us uh, or them to us. And, uh, and we can really do some good. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. We were going to talk about the district, which is something in the habitation audio log that I was, I was running through. But because I didn't do a habitation audio log, we were going to uh, discuss some of the advantages of it. For folks who don't know, the district Edina is a property in uh, Edina, right, at 494 and 169, the Golden Triangle where Eden Prairie, Edina, and Golden, no, uh, Bloomington meet. And it's a new building that is three stories that we are redeveloping into a destination for people doing home and commercial remodeling projects. It's Who's got the in- picture you can pop up? Anybody? 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 Um, it's a race. Give us 30 seconds while Carl is looking for it. <laughs> the concept is, of course, to bring in a number of different showrooms who all specialize in this particular area. And Habitation uh, is going to be just one of eight additional tenants, uh, nine, I guess, including us uh, in the space. Tell me, Crystal, what do you see as the biggest advantage of the design district concept? Um, just... People coming and we're a one-stop shop, really. I mean, we're going to have such an eclectic um, amount and variety that's accessible to people. And they're going to be able to come in. um, If they decide they want to meet with us first, we can definitely introduce them to the other businesses that we will have in there. And um, be able to do a a full home with all of um, everything that's accessible to them in that building. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. I mean, uh, it's going to be a matter of maximizing your time and having some really well curated showrooms to take a look at. Mm-hmm. Lena, what do you think? What are you most excited about? Other than habitation, what do you see as the big advantage of the district concept? Well, I love the idea of our curation. You know, we're going to be um, highlighting a lot of businesses that have got very unique product all in one place to shop. I've, I find that... Uh, you know, you can find some great things in the city, but you've got to really run around mm-hmm. all four corners. And uh, everyone I've talked to about this uh, endeavor is thoroughly thrilled to know that it'll be put together well and uh, have very exciting product. I, I, I agree. And we should also talk about the flex space. Now, Carl, you came in and you did some great design work on the concept of the flex space. What is your thinking there? Well, it, I mean, 
I'm so glad that we had the opportunity to give the amount of square footage to this flex space um, where we can really host tons of events. Anyone in the building um, that is that is going to be showing, um, having a showroom in that space is going to be able to um, use that particular flex space to host events, to host lunch and learns, to host um, learning events, to um, you know, it, anything you want to bring clients up there, um, and just walk through your plans, you know, specific designers who don't work out of the building that are coming in to look at product from all of the showrooms. They can then go upstairs, pull out the plans, walk through everything, walk through the selections, um, full bar. I mean, where do you go wrong? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's going to be a beautiful space. Um, that is going to meet on so many different points. Um, I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, again, with a local art gallery attached to it. Mm-hmm. So again, supporting local artists, supporting local. Um, you know, you can come in, you can look at all the beautiful arts, you can then sit down and have a cocktail and, and just relax. It's just going to be a really amazing space. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And uh, the plans held up slightly in the midst of quarantine. <laughs> Difficult to do business development under these circumstances. <laughs> but uh, when it is said and done, I think it's going to be a huge impact on the uh, Minneapolis design community. So, all right. Before we wrap the segment up, I have one more question that I want to ask you guys. And and it's it's... I'll I'll just leave it up to whoever wants to answer in a couple of you. But post-quarantine, everyone's been in their house for a tremendous amount of time. What single room do you think people are going to be most inclined to want to redecorate after we're all let out of our front doors? For me, I'm thinking living room. Living room? Agreed. Living room. I think it's just the most... where everyone's kind of getting in that one space and um, they're finding out what's working and what's not working and what their comfort level is in there. And um, yeah, just ready for new stuff. Kitchen too. I yeah, feel like a lot kitchen. of people now cooking, you Our know, stools. multiple, multiple <laughs> meals a day, um, feeding their families again, multiple meal, meals a day. They're, they're really looking at the functionality of their kitchen. This isn't working. This is, you know, the layout, the 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 actual appliances, whatever it may be. I feel like kitchen is probably number two. People will be beating a path to the district to check out our kitchen and bath showroom. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I generally agree. And when you said, when you, none of you said bedroom, which I found interesting and slightly disappointing. Uh, all right well there it is my friends we have drunk our way to another episode on behalf of habitation furnishing and design and the entire team i'd like to wish everybody good luck this coming week and folks stay safe stay healthy we'll catch you here next week she writes of love in every letter others have tried but i will